It's showtime. Guten Tag, welcome to the show, episode 9, thanks for joining. Uh, this is a special live from Vienna, a Valentine from Vienna, schnitzel and sausage sampling, we're on the streets, we're talking to the locals, um, we're in the saunas with the fat ugly men who refuse to keep any underwear on, enjoy the show, um, we're going to start slow, we're going to start hungover. Um, and we're going to check out Vienna. Alright, so, um... The first part of the, um... Vienna... Yeah. ...section. Yeah. Tell me about what's been going on. <laughs> um, we went to... It's not loud, perfect sound quality. <laughs> yeah. Um, we had a good breakfast this morning. I've been tired. Um, you needed rest, but yeah. you've got it now. Yeah. We went to... Um, well, not really, because now we've had a lot of drink. So, we had a nice breakfast this morning... It was good spread, but they started vacuuming because you came in really late, and they wanted us out. Yeah. And we went down to the pool, yeah. where there was lots of pensioners and just pensioners. Wrinkly bodies. Wrinkly bodies, ha- naked in half of it. Naked in saunas. Naked in the Women sauna. and men. And we didn't go naked. No. You were supposed to. <laughs> you were supposed to. What, with a towel It's funny, because we're the people who would probably be most... It would be like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we were the ones who were covered up. Yeah. Um, but it was a nice sauna. And you listened, you watched, like, Tiny Desk concerts and stuff, and I yeah. just did the crossword, and we just chilled. And then we went out into Vienna for dinner, and we had, like... What is apparently we figured out was a touristy schnitzel, but it was a pretty impressive, like, what was my thing? Was the mama's cooking? Yeah, you had like a a mixed grill meat plate, it was just like sauerkraut with different kinds of sausages and fatty ham, and um, and I had some like boiled spicy potatoes, and we had something. What was the starter called? Um, beer bread. Beer bread, which is just hot pad thai yeah. on bread with paprika on top. Yeah, it wasn't spicy. No, and the, but the beers were as big as our faces. Would it have been better if I'd have documented this as we were doing it? Maybe. But then, you know, then we're not living in the moment. I know. Fuck that. Also, I don't want the phone out when we're living it. Also, you haven't had your phone out at all today. I don't care. I'm not modern. Then we went into a bar where everyone was smoking, and that felt retro. 
Yeah, you Let's enjoyed it. Let's go in it. the 90s for a minute. Forget these phones. Do you want to talk about the game we played on the way out? Yeah, you have to hammer a nail into the... <laughs> they had a tree trunk in the bar, which I only noticed on the way out. Right. But you only noticed it because why? And then I desperately wanted us to play this game where you hammer a nail into the tree trunk. Yeah. But with the back of a hammer... And so, but it's you not miss. the back of a break. I've never seen a hammer like that before. Have you? No, yeah, all hammers are like that at the back. Well, they're not. Not in America. Usually, there's a well, they are the one we down the, the middle f- so that you can actually yeah. pull a nail out. But the back of this hammer was just like the back of a normal hammer. Well, I think it was dangerous. Was no I think it was dangerous game, and all us clothes stink of like smoke a, now. Like a modern. Deer hunter. And people loved <laughs> people like, loved us and we were dancing. We there was, were, we were walked into uh, You're not describing this game very heart. well. There were four of us around a tree trunk, all passing around a hammer, trying yeah. to and whoever could get in whoever could smash in the hammer first with the back of the hammer wins. Yeah. yeah. And the bartender won and there was and a picture I was of holding his heels, so You did pretty well actually. Yeah, and I was talking to all these people, and then there was a barmaid with the tits pushed up and the beer belly. Yeah, they loved it us. Was the owner. Yeah, she bought us a like cranberry shot. Free shot of some sweet shit. We had the beers, and then we had the big three pint beer in the uh, restaurant, the first restaurant. Mm-hmm. It's very cold outside, and I closed it and spoke. Yeah, we had, we had to leave them in the next room because this episode I'm still going to interview. A native Viennese person. We, we still haven't really been out in Vienna, to be fair. No. I'm going to interview Emily, who works at the hotel. Not Emily Moment, another Emily in the hotel, who's very confident. And yeah. then when I mentioned the podcast, I sent it to her. She went a bit red, but she, she was very happy to see us earlier on as we came back in the hotel. So I'm going to interview her tomorrow if she's working. Did you know that the podcast didn't send... How do you know that? Because there is an immediate kickback message which said, like, Oh, she did the wrong address. Well, no, she gave you something on pre-printed materials. This bird, who's Italian and lives in Austria, (laughs) he's a former dancer. Who the hell do you think you are to rock up to to a reception desk and just go, yeah... I'm checking in. Also, can you give me your email so I can interview well, you? Well, no, because I was saying, what's the best she and worst thing about Vienna? She didn't understand what you were saying to her. And I was like, where's your mum and that? And she's like, yeah. I mom. know, you're asking very personal questions. Rather. She just met her happy. for two seconds. She was loving it. Yeah, but she was she also was trapped behind a counter where she's supposed to smile and say yes. She loved it. I do think she liked you, but... Well, there you go. And if she appears on this podcast, we'll know. I'm not that into podcasts at the moment. The Eddie Murphy episode I know, is, what's going on with that? I'm halfway through it, but I've got other stuff to do in my life, but I appreciate I'm really good at this. But you found it hard to do a, um, a podcast when you're on your own? <sighs> a little bit. It's a lot of work. Why don't you do the Eddie Murphy podcast with someone else who... No, I've, I'm halfway through it, and it's going to be good, but it's going to take some work, and I've wanted to pace my life recently. I've been knackered, and then I've got other things lined up. I've got this uh, Lithuanian girl I met who works in the events industry. Okay. I've got... Um, I've still got 
what's her name from Bar- Lucy from Barrow Market. That's never going to happen. It is. <laughs> she's Does she even still work there? I'm not going to interview the hip hop bird from Tramshed anymore. Oh, why not? Because I don't like her music. <laughs> Do you? But what about Lucy's cakes? Do you like them? Have you tried one of her cakes? No, but it's more likely I like a cake than a hip hop song. No, well, no, no, not even hip hop house. Cake? No, I don't tell mind a vegan about, cake. Tell me about Veganuary. No, don't talk about that. <laughs> this is my podcast. What? So we've been here for twenty four hours. What's your no, like favorite part of the trip so far? Chilling out. Okay. <laughs> I'm chilling out. This is rehab. How about the three stains you've caused on the bed so far? Mustard yeah. and chocolate and wine. So, what's your favorite song today? Uh, Little Uncanny by Conor Robust. Great album's coming. Why is this your favorite song? Uh, good lyrics. It feels fresh. Yeah. Doing it with the Felis brothers or the Felice brothers, whatever they're called. Yeah, he did say Felice the other night. Didn't I don't he? really I always write thought him. it was the Felis brothers. I don't really write him, but um, I like the return to the jovial kind of folk rock, yeah. Mystic Valley band stuff. Um, I don't know if I'm going to use this segment, but we're in Vienna. Yeah. We've had some sausages. Yeah. We've had some meat and beer. That's what you're supposed to do. It's freezing. And we haven't been into the centre yet. We've been to a local bar where we played the game of hammering the nails into the bar. <laughs> yeah. And everyone liked us and everyone was smoking. And now I closed think of smoke. And, um, yeah, they haven't outlawed smoking. Yeah, no yet. whinging about it. But they're complaining because they're on the precipice of it about to happen, which is so weird because it happened for both of us 10 years ago. So it feels like we're going backwards in time or something. I've, you know, I've deleted the Twitter app today. I've had enough. I've had enough of politics. And was, everyone, enjoy your life. You know, please look at the person next to you. You know, think of something new to do. Don't postpone your happiness. Don't postpone your happiness. Yeah, don't limit yourself. You know. Live for now. Don't walk into a shop and go, oh, I'm vegan for this month, so I can't eat this, I can't eat this, I can't eat this. I can't eat anything, so I'm going to leave. Yeah, but what if you get struck by lightning or Mm. killed, or if your legs fall off or whatever? Just eat, just have a cup of tea. (laughs) Who cares? It's not heroin. I mean, I'm not angry about that, but it just seems like it makes sense. But then, by that argument, wouldn't people also say? Just and then they go and snort a load of washing powder at the weekend, or you know, they spend all their time on the phone. But it's not my problem. I love you, and we're in a nice romantic city, and yeah. fuck that. If people want to live a shit life, let them. Anyway, the next song is a little uncanny yeah. by Conor Oberst. Definitely forget all of that. Jaded shit. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's and yeah, um, my get naked in the sauna, even if they're ugly.
We started drinking the Kool-Aid We were taking the bait We were talking the big talk Never playing it safe Looking good as Jane Fonda On a Vietnam tank You can't get something for nothing Gotta energize your base But she was young enough She was blonde enough She was about a perfect ten Had millions of admirers But not one single friend But it's a, it's a little uncanny What she managed to do Became a symbol for a pain she never knew
so uh, that was Connor Obest. Yeah. And here we are, Emily, in a much-hushed um, style of being here in St. Stephen's Cathedral in Vienna. Steps that go up there. There's steps. There's babies. Mm-hmm. And a much calmer exterior. It's the next day for my last um, entry in the Diary of Vienna. Who told me this? How are you supposed to put 90 cents in there and get 10 cents back? Should we just do it anyway? Be rebels. Break the law. This, this guy's watching us, though. I know. We're at a candle stand. We have, have to pay. No, I don't. We love candles, though, and this is where doing a podcast is quite limiting, right? Because um, you can't see what... But if you'd like to describe for the listeners what, what's going on around you. So we're in front of a sand tray that's full of maybe 45 skinny yellow candles. Yeah burning and um, from outside it doesn't look that good though because it's got loads of construction inside yeah. of it the, the cathedral but it must I mean in order to keep it looking like this yeah must require quite a lot of maintenance we're grateful for having the interior um, look around I mean there's in, there's a remarkable amount of detail in this chiseled into every little corner a lot of gold leaf as good as the Sistine Marble. Chapel it's smaller it's more, less people been in the Sistine Chapel only six months ago. And they didn't make months. cover up to come in here. Yes, they didn't. Emily had to cover her knees, wasn't it? Are you just going to light one anyway, being a rebel? Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, that's, that's the style you do. Emily's the sort of person who takes beer mats from restaurants. Well, we both are, right? Beer mats like taking a napkin or something. Isn't it? Yeah, just mementos. Did you, are you supposed to make a wish? I hope we get everything we need. It's a prayer, isn't it? Okay, we pray that we get everything we need. Yeah. Is that selfish? Shouldn't are you supposed to pray for something? Selfish else? world. Uh, okay. Um, I pray that everyone's alright. How did you do this without lighting yourself on fire? I bet you took my glove off. Let's have a reach. Can you taste Light the, the candle. Sure. No. It was. It was. Your leather was in the flame. Oh. The leather of your jacket. It was singed. Well, I've done it now. Let's have a look. No harm done. I always remember that prayer. Mm. So this is a peaceful episode, right? It's very cold outside. It's one degree Celsius and maybe 35 degrees Fahrenheit. We're just checking out the city. It's very kind of grey and stonewashy city. Yeah, I'm not really getting like an identity yet. Are you I don't mind it. I'm just relaxing. This is a relaxing holiday. I'm not looking to have my mind blown. Not looking for, to have any risque experiences. Not going to zone 22 of the town. There's 22 districts of uh, Vienna we're told about. We're staying in District 3 and now we're in District 1. Mm-hmm. Um, just having a walk around. I'm going to get a coffee in a minute because we're quite low energy. But, you know, just enjoying our time. Just yeah. checking things out. Feeding the soul through our eyes. There's a lot of McDonald's and Burger Kings. Yep. The American dream of the 80s is still alive here. Loads of Coca-Cola. Lots of nice chocolate shops. We're going to buy some chocolates. Not a lot of events. I'm in a very relaxed place. We're going to listen to some classical music later. Lots of smoky bars. We're going to check out some classical music. So anyway, we've lit the candle and we'll see you in a bit. Did I 
music you just heard was from the opera Don Giovanni by Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart. It was the opera that was performed at the opening of the Opera House in 1869. The Opera House was designed by two architects, August von Sigisburg and Edward van der Nuel, in the Neo-Renaissance style. In 1945, the building was destroyed by bombs and gutted by fire. The original and only surviving parts are the grand staircase and the projecting front facing the Ringstrasse. The opera was then rebuilt according to the old plans and in 1955 reopened with Ludwig van Beethoven's opera Fidelio. The Opera House, having a capacity of 2,200, is one of the largest in Europe. Every year in February, during the carnival season, Austria's most prestigious event, the Opera Ball, takes place here. Now, here's a first for the show. Yeah. We're going to interview an Austrian horse, right? If anyone's seen the movie Ghostbusters when Rick Moranis talks to the horse and uh, the guy who's in charge of the horse and carriage goes, hey buddy, I do the deals, talk to me. That's one of my favorite bits ever. So, do you speak English? How does it feel to be an Austrian horse? <laughs> Bit quiet, yeah? You and your brother there, have you had a good day? Now the guy's coming, so I better stop. They're pretty quiet horses. What price is it? A small ride, about 20 minutes, 55 for the carriage, a small part of the old town. And the big ride, about 40 minutes, is 80 euros for the carriage, a bigger part of the old town, or Imperial Palace, and a part of the racing. Okay. Okay. What do you think? Do you want to have a coffee? And we'll have a coffee and... And then... Yeah. 55 to pay 25 each. Yeah. Is it good? Yeah, it's good, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The old town. Yeah, old town, here in China. We've never done it before. I think we should do it. Okay. All right. But well, we're going to come back. back. Okay. Make, make the run first and then the coffee. Then the coffee tastes I, I better. know, but I'll fall, as, I'll fall asleep. I'll fall asleep. go home. Uh, <laughs> we will be back. Capitalism's everywhere. Push for the sale. We'll go from smelling of smoke, though, to smelling of horse. They didn't let me talk to the horse for long. I think he was about to say something. Hold on, don't straight. Huh? You want to get a coffee at the Hard Rock? Yeah, we do, yeah. See, it's not very hip to go to the Hard Rock, but I'm getting in the habit of doing it in every city. I want to see what guitars are in there and what, you know, what memorabilia, right? You love the Hard Rock. We're rock and roll. So does Steve Van Zandt, I saw on his Twitter the other day. He was going, you know, Vienna's one of the better ones and Oslo. I thought you said he said it was Lisbon. He said Lisbon, and we're going to go to the Lisbon one as well. Good breads. They're not ashamed to eat bread here, right? Wow, is that a kipper and gherkin sandwich? Cocktail sauce. Oh, you'd hate that. Wow. Hey. <laughs> we're okay, right? Yeah. Where are we going? Hard Rock? Yeah. Okay, thanks. They hate us as well. All we're doing is teasing... All we're doing is teasing VNS moneymakers. <laughs> We should maybe take the horse-drawn carriage post-coffee and pre-hard rock. So we're going to the Café Bar Bloom on Lichtensteg in the, in the city centre of Vienna. 
we've sparred today we've swam as usual the men were having a go at me for keeping my shorts on so I took my I got naked who cares I would have been so mad if you were in there when I was in there they were two of them were naked where were all the tits there needs to be a trade off and just like waving a towel like to get move the air around and their dicks are just like swinging everywhere yeah. and they come in pouring eucalyptus all over the thing open the door air it out and they're like so finally I got up and they're like too hot and I'm like no you, just, you need to fucking relax yeah this isn't and they're like uh, what do you, you said what do you that mean? yeah you said you need to relax yeah cool you well, took them on and what did they say well because they were they, they thought I was leaving because it was too hot and I'm like no I'm leaving because you, you're you're not relaxing you're not stop you haven't stopped moving around yeah put your shrivelly dick away alright Cafe Barbloon here we go I've just read Uncut Magazine I'm trying to figure out what else I'm into at the moment but maybe I'd have to play the Rolling Stones in here you like this album by the Rolling Stones? Yeah, I do actually. Best album they've done for maybe 35 years since we were born, I'd say. Best one since um, Dirty Work or Tattoo You. Well, the one with Miss You on it. And so this one uh, features Eric Clapton. All the boys. You've got lucky in life, eh? All the boys. Eric Clapton's on slide. And um, I, can't, I can't remember what the song's called. It's uh, Nobody Knows Me But My Baby or something. Oh no, everybody knows about my good thing. By the Stones, first time the Stones have been played. <laughs> Apple shooter time.
there, that was the Rolling Stones. Good afternoon, everyone. Here in Vienna. It's cool and dreary. Brighter than yesterday, though. Mm -hmm. The listeners would be delighted to hear, but my nose is in a better state, finally. Okay. After medication and uh, a lot of pain in the nose. Yeah. You know, still got all my limbs and that, so life isn't that bad, but it was a pretty dodgy situation in which I had to go to the doctors. Anyway, so we have a plan for the horse people. We've discussed it with a waitress just then. And uh, we're gonna, they want 55 euros off us. And we've sacrificed our bus trip tomorrow, the yeah. bus tour, which gives us information for this because it's a unique experience. But we're only doing it for 40. Well, that's we might the plan. do it for 45. <laughs> it, it feels like we're going to get a fresh person, and we don't want the ones that where you're in a box like a go yeah. We want one like that, right? So we want one that's like real kind of prestigious. There's ones where you're in a box like yeah, they're no good. We also plan to go to Hard Rock. Do you have ones that aren't in the box? They're like a cart, you know? No. We don't, we don't want the cover, no We covers. don't want cover. So make it open if you want, it's yeah? no problem. Yeah, okay. Yeah. What price is it? A 20 minutes, 55, 40 minutes, 80, a carriage. 20 minutes, 20 minutes. Would you do it for 40? The 40 minutes is 80 No, 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 for no 40 would you do it for 40 euro? It's the same price for carriage. 55? Yeah. Okay. I have to forget it. Okay. Well, sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All no right, worries. Thank Thanks. Okay. That means we're going to get a great audio thing for the podcast of yeah. horses trotting. But it's not worth 55 euros, right? For 20 minutes. I mean, you can add in the sound effect for free. Yeah. So... <laughs> For a part of this podcast, maybe the next segment, there's going to be the sound of a horse carriage. Or when a horse walks past, I'll just get right up to it and get the sound of it. Like, should we have just done it anyway? Like, no. Acknowledge that it's overpriced. Like what the waitress was saying, she was in Vienna and they got offered a gondola ride, which was too expensive, but they decided to say fuck Now it. that the euro and the pound is in the toilets for the, the Brexit pensioner assholes in the UK, 55 euros is 50 euros. Alright, alright. What the fuck? Stag, dude. Stag. But it actually, he clotheslined me with his fucking weird hat. Okay, so, um, yeah, 55 euros is 50 pounds, Emily. I understand that. So that's over two pound a minute. So you want to do it still? Well, no, I'm just saying. Ah, it's, fuck um, it. Let's go to the Hard Rock. So we're going to keep walking around now and we're going to do the bus tour tomorrow where we get all the education about the place. I don't think she was going to have the education. Well, she wasn't. I didn't want to go with that bitch anyway. I would have gone with the... With the old man? With the first guy, yeah. Yeah, because she was trying to poach us from across the street. And she could see that I was podcasting a little bit, right? I think she could notice. She went up for the haggle. She, She'd have had she didn't want to be caught on, on camera lowering her price. But see... They're like he said. I want to go home, so they're probably all going home soon. And yeah. they, they would, she would have done well to get in another ride for forty. Forty-five. I'd have gone to forty-five. She was very disappointed when we walked away, Emily. Well, tough shit, right? She had her shot. We come from a higher plane of capitalism. She thought we were filming us, filming her. Do you think that? You think? You can't call that street food, can you? No, when it's inside a place. Yeah. <laughs> no. Well, it's on the street, but so is everything. 
I mean, the sign to the Hard Rock would say this way, but then... We don't care. Is that Snoop Dogg? Advertising Snipes. Should be Wesley Snipes, surely. Now we're sampling wine. Thought yeah. we're millionaires, really, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Maybe we are. We're just living it up. Oh. We were looking for a bar in a way, yeah. but we always go to these dive bars and get a beer, like we always did in Prague or Budapest, and you know. Well, if that place we just walked into had been a bar, I would have stayed in there because it had a lot of character. Yeah, it did. And they weren't very friendly, though. No, they didn't really want us in there. They didn't want us in there. And I wrote in the guest book, oh, I thought it was a bar. Love Steve and Emily and everyone else. Some woman had put, oh, soon-to-be child prodigy actor or something, like my daughter, Janie. I was like, you fucking loser. It is true that life is too short to drink bad wine. Yeah. The wine at that event the other night was disgusting. Yeah, well, we didn't drink it, did we? No, it's not worth it. We went to an event at the Scotch of St. James, which I was invited to, um, and there was an average acoustic pop act playing in the basement. There were lots of girls that were actually, you know, and men that were looking at each other, so mm-hmm. Brits were ready to look at each other because yeah. they were drunk and wanted to have sex and they were single and lonely, and when they looked up from the phone, they looked at each other, and now there's just bewilderment in society. And then there was a burlesque act who we saw from a restricted view because yeah. lots of people were really hungry to see her yeah. so we were kind of stuck behind a pillar but we saw you know she set her tits on fire and stuff yeah. and that was pretty good right? yeah it was pretty good she was good and um, there was a sort of bomb girl type girl in there that was like sticking her phone in my face and I said how's it going yeah nice dress she had a blonde and you blonde were, wig on you were like, like caramel you wanted me to say nice ass yeah I did <laughs> But you think she was there to just prop up the bar as a bit of, you know, like a piece of meat? Possibly, yeah. Because I know that, you know... She had nothing to say, though, because I said, oh, you know, you look good, nice dress, and then I walked away. And I think she was a bit shocked by that. Because then I was supposed to go, do you want a drink? Do you want a free drink? But she didn't even take her face out of her phone when you said that. No. Well, that's that's an insight of what it'd be like to chat to women in the modern era that aren't, you know, my wife. Because that's the thing, Mark used to pay um, big groups of models and stuff to come in to... to really? Yeah. Why? To Marquee and Rue and stuff. And Why? Like, um, it creates atmosphere, so if you have a group of 20 models walk into the bar at night on a Saturday Friday or Saturday night, the other people who are in there think, oh god, what's going on in this place? This is a hot... This what, is did he always do that, place. or did he do it when it's first opening? <sighs> no, I always did it. I don't know if it was once every two weeks or one every Saturday or something. And who were these birds? Were they like hookers as well? Uh-uh. They, no, they, no, they were no, proper good no, models. They were young, young. Sometimes it would be just people like there Out was of college always, to look fit. There was. So it's just stopping them in the street and going, were, "Do you want to be in my bar for twenty dollars?" There were like people who were sort of in charge of the thing, who were kind of young assholes, you know, like slick back hair and stuff, and they'd scout pretty people kind of at clubs and stuff and say hey we'll pay you we'll buy your dinner and all of your drinks and stuff if you kind of come out and do this thing how much do you reckon they pay them do you know well i know that they got they get they eat for free and stuff and they get like they come in and they all order you know martinis and champagne and then they get seated and have like a 10 course meal and it's all paid for so i don't know if they actually get up like an actual payment in addition but they they never sat at the bar 
And then they all get to go to Marquee and party the nightlife free as well. No, they come to the bar first. This, it's like they have to. They have a schedule. Is that part of the element of why you're hired? Do they have to? Do you have to be fit to work in this restaurant you're discussing? Was this Rue or is this the other one? Yeah, but they did, he did them at all. He did them at Town stuff as well, I think. So anyway, yeah, I think that girl might have been part of that kind of situation. And then we went to get a taco, we hadn't eaten anything, and because we had a pre-starter, because you can never go to these canapes events hungry, doesn't work. Yes, but do you understand my argument? I was saying if we got there early enough, we will always get food. And you insisted on eating first, which took us longer to go later, which meant that we didn't end up getting any food. Well, it saved us from being angry though and did you see all the girls around just smashing their face with those tacos but you, you know why we didn't get a taco yeah we got to the queue of the taco and there was this fucking deplorable beast girl in front of us who screamed like she'd been raped or yeah, something she did actually shriek and all he was doing was putting a bit of garlic sauce in this taco and she goes I'm in Veganuary and then it was February 8th or something it's like well so I'm trying to carry on Veganuary and that was annoying and she got the last taco that we should have had yeah. she's probably having her third one that he probably dumped that one out yeah. and then had to make a refresh one and there wasn't any for us mm. whereas we should have taken her like, again you were a taco and stuck it up shoved it up yeah. Um, yeah. But it's, it's, yeah it's a nice wine actually but um, are you glad you went to that event left me a bit tired the next day yeah, I am. Yeah, it was nice to discover a little... It was in a weird little pocket. In and that's where well. Jimi Hendrix first yeah, performed cool in that spot. basement. If they weren't playing the terrible music that they were playing... As usual, yeah. Then I feel like the space could be cool, you know? What song are you into at the moment? Yeah, well, maybe this. Maybe you should play a Regina Spector song for me now. Oh, yeah. What's your favourite? Not one of the poppy ones. They're all poppy. One of the good ones. The one she did with the strokes. Oh, yeah, you could do that. What's that one called? They both sing across each other and it actually works. I think it's the best thing they did, actually. The Strokes. Well, you don't like The Strokes? I, no, I do. I like The Strokes. Well, they've only got one album. The first, and then there's a couple of singles off the second album. But what would have helped it is if they got someone like her in the band. It's a good running they sound good with a girl on it so anyway yeah song by the strokes duet of regina specter a lot of people said when we met you were like a sort of folk regina specter guys that are trying to bum you okay so here's the strokes and regina specter see you in a bit Mm-hmm. 
It's good to be out in the wind. Oh shit, I've still got my torch on. Ever do that in this modern era, everyone with their iPhone? Torch off. Yeah, so that was the strokes and Regina Spectre. Wow. Wow, baby dolls in the womb. Fuck. Dear God, thanks for making me. You know when someone shows like you, you know when someone, that. yeah. That is fucking disturbing. Yeah, they're trying to show, look. Trump has signed off on that. You don't look like a baby at that small. Give me a break. You don't look like a baby. Look how tiny that baby is. But let me tell you, <laughs> and they're black, black ones, throwing oh a black God, one. Oh my God, you're going to take pictures of this. That's the first black human I've seen in Vienna. <laughs> I get it. Um, let me ask you something else. Yeah. When people show you those baby scans. That's disturbing, yeah. How interesting is that? Not well, very interesting, is it? No, but I think if it's your baby. We're here on Son Latin Gas. Son Latin Gas. Son Latin Gas. Showing, showing. Okay. That's like a dad joke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a nice little bar. Beat the beast. Are we on Keep it down. Strip of bars here? Keep it down. Get to the job. <laughs> nice little stretch, this. Yeah. Um, on here, on some gasser. Very key. Hey, welcome back. The restaurant we're at is called, what's it called? Uh, a Botakela. Live music. So we've just been to a place called what? What was that last place called? Do we even know? Yeah, it was called Lugay. Lugay, highly recommended. Lugay. 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 Three, 300 reservations tonight. And they didn't want us there. Up close fiddle in our face. So this says, enjoy the historic ambience of the year 1339 yep. and the diversity of Viennese cuisine based on old recipes and let yourself be enchanted by our selected quality wines. Yes, sausage time. But yeah, it's quite aggressive. Uh, it's not exactly a health uh, retreat, is it? This. But let's get stuck into some sausage. So, just as I've just established, this uh, podcast is called Schnitzel Sampling in Vienna yeah. or Sausage Sampling in Vienna. What did you think of the sausages we've, been, we've, we've digested so far? These ones just sent, one was supposed to be spicy, my ones are two small ones. None of them were. No, but they were supposed to be. And then your big fat one, what was that? 
Where's the menu? No, I just had them put them down anywhere, so I don't know which was which. Neither was spicy, though. Neither was spicy, no. That was called, like, your one was, like, the brat. It's not brat first, but it was brat something else, wasn't it? And then the other one was... I can't Glenn Sneegan or something like that that's not on the menu is it yeah they both said with mustard sauerkraut and horseradish the horseradish was kind of like they looked like cheese okay accordion and fiddle players gone but it was delightful wasn't it they played to us it was so enjoyable they played so they said where are you from and you said London and they immediately started playing yesterday yeah and then you go and then they were starting to play drunken sailor but you go she's from New York and they broke into New York New York yeah and then they said music from Vienna and I didn't know and what then you they meant. yeah and they started playing some Mozart yeah so okay. that was better than going to the, the classical theatre wasn't absolutely. it absolutely that was a private show yeah and free entry we gave them a tip yeah so we had the burn worst burn worst and the de, de bird, that one Debrushina. Okay, and um, so I think yours was the burn version. How, yeah, I'm not into the sort of sausage consistency like that. You know what I like? Sausage. Like fat, yeah. I like. I don't like particular like an English, You like a Lincolnshire British sausage with spice and herbs and apple and apple. Um, I'm not into frankfurters, so you know, right. I'm, I'm not actually into sausage. So you don't like a snap, a, a sausage that can snap in half. Nah. For like. I think my favorite are like, you know, the little, the like little skinny sausages. Well, we've been having sausage at breakfast as well. They're pork sausages, right? Those are nice. Yeah. The ones at breakfast, I think. You've got two different types. One is more like that. I like breakfast. I think style. chipolatas are my favorite kind of. And then in my meal last night, that meat plate or whatever that was, they had a little bow, like an explosive end to the sausage. Well, that's yeah. like kielbasa. Yeah, it looked like it? a dog. All oh, right, is that what kielbasa sausage does? Yeah. Well, they just butterflied it on the end so that it fanned out when it was cooked. Well, so that reminds me of the Tenacious D song, Kielbasa Sausage. That's great, isn't it? It's kind to that, and then I think we're done in Vienna. I, what I the most enjoyed about it, though, is that all of the shredded horseradish. That was fresh horseradish. Yeah, they like pickly really vibes nice. here, which I like as well. Yeah. There's not enough pickly sides in British cuisine. No, I was so. afraid of what that salad was going to be, because we saw the ones last night had, like, cream sauce on them. And yeah. this one was nice. It was in, like, a vinegar... Is in like a sweet vinegar, you know, with sauerkraut and potato. Yeah, I don't mind European salad dressing. I mean, French dressing is my favourite. But yeah, that, is that creamy French dressing? Yeah, it is. Oh, it's more Dijon-y. Right, yeah, I like mustardy dressing. Um, so, my kielbasa sausage. My butt cheeks is warm. Here it is, um, Tenacious Day. We gotta fucking write something new, come on. I don't like that. So far, ba- off to a bad start. Better, closer, warmer. That's it. Okay.
just got to perform Now get it on I see you walking But all I can think about is Dionetics Your butt cheeks is warm I check my dipstick You need lubrication Honey, my kielbasa sausage Has just got to perform Now I've been Salusa I'm shooting my juice Right in your caboose Now fucking get it on Tenacious D. And now we're in a place called what's this place called? Um Keltavorus Basin. Live jazz in the basement. Vienna is um cut into smoking and non-smoking bars. And the last one we went in was a bit of a hipster bar and they had a electronic sliding door. I don't know what that was doing though for keeping the smoke out, it wasn't doing anything. But so you know, um so when we were in that rock and roll bar last night, he was saying that when the band came in, that the larger places ended up dividing all of their buildings into smoking and non-smoking. Hello. Hi. First, um, we don't really know yet, do we? We need just a minute. Thank you. She was underselling her ice cream. <laughs> so they're smoking and non-smoking. We're in a hipster place just saying with women with round glasses and pierced faces. It's. He was saying it's. Um, 
it's so silly that they've gone and done that because now they're going to ban the smoking altogether and people of these restaurants have all spent an incredible amount of money to divide their restaurants between the smoking and non-smoking with these electronic doors and now they're just going to have to and uh, now we're in the smoking section because it's much nicer much nicer lighting we've got a nice couch sort of couchy seats facing each other um, my body's in a weird place because yeah but I'm craving ice cream for some reason my body's going through a weird phase Vienna has been one big enema for me um, lots of coffee and meat anyway so experiences are new here first time we've had an ashtray on our table for about 10 years see you in a bit is definitely not for anyone with a weak heart. The Bacarp collection documents the history of Viennese criminality from the Middle Ages to the present day. It tells the story of public executions, spectacular police investigations and notorious criminals. For example, the story about the poisoner who was an army lieutenant He used to send disguised poison capsules to senior army officers so that after their deaths, he could then be promoted to the rank of a general. Instead of a jump in his career, this maneuver ended with a 20-year prison sentence. So here we are, we're in uh, Vienna, day five or four or whatever it is, for Sunday, two degrees Celsius, 35 degrees Fahrenheit. Mm. What have you just learned? I'm really glad we did that, the yeah, that tour, because we got to see a much more kind of vibrant and really beautiful part of the city. Lots of museums, lots of amazing buildings. Yeah, more color, more peaches and yellows and like really beautiful, beautiful buildings. Palace. I've learned that Beethoven lived in 80 different locations because yeah. he was a bit of a roustabout. Um, I've learned that they invented the waltz in Vienna. Who knew that? That's and good. The Euro? The guy who invented the Euro, designed the Euro. That's turned out to be rubbish now, hasn't it? Yeah. But it's still, that was important. Mozart, Beethoven, Sigmund Freud. He was from here then. He was Austrian. Mm. So a lot of intelligence and a lot of music. That's what Emily um, Moment's known for. Yeah. What else? Lots the of Danube. ugly people we've seen on this trip. Danube used to be treacherous to the city. They had to artificially build banks so that there wasn't flooding. There's a pink rabbit behind you. Didn't notice that. Oh, it's a it's a club. Yeah. Dinner club. Anyway, so now... So now we're going to go to some um, fancy, overpriced... Place to have a wee. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe get a green tea in. That's about it, isn't it? Yeah, I think we've done it. How do you, what's your review of everything? Yes. Yeah, great time. Relaxing time. I'm rejuvenated. I've taken all my medication. Um, it's a lovely city. Lovely city. Uh, next time, maybe come in spring or something. Will we ever come here again? Who knows? You never know what's going to happen in life. Never know. Um, is it romantic? It is. The, the cuisine isn't romantic, no. is it? <laughs> no. It's slop. Sausages and... Snappy sausages. That goulash stuff. 
Um, the people have been very friendly. Everyone has been really friendly. Isn't it the most friendly people we've encountered ever, anywhere, apart from Portland, maybe? People are really excited to talk to us and help us with directions, and no one seems to be at, like, trying to take money off of no us. No dicks. There was no dicks. Yeah. The rest of the world has a lot to learn. So come to Vienna, we recommend it, and we're going to finish with Billy Joel with the song Vienna. Not one of my favourites, but this is a good album by Billy Joel. Am I slagging off the song before I play it? Yeah. It's quite romantic. I like it. The 70s. It's from the album The Stranger, is it? Yeah. Um, when Back when he had hair. That's it. Thanks for joining us. Auf Wiedersehen. Auf Bonjour. Auf Wiedersehen. He's right, isn't it? Yeah. Auf Wiedersehen. Auf Wiedersehen, Pat. But then if you're so smart Tell me why are you still so afraid mm-hmm. Where's the fire, what's the hurry about You better cool it off before you burn it out You got so much to do And only so many hours in a day hey. But you know that when the truth is told That you can get what you want You can just get old You're gonna kick off Before you even get halfway through Ooh, and will you realize Vienna waits for you Slow down, you're doing fine You can't be everything you wanna be Before your time Although it's so romantic on the Tonight, tonight Too bad, but it's the life you lead You're so ahead of yourself that you forgot what you need Though you could see when you're wrong You know you can't always see when you're right
another PS to document is that I found a fiver on the tour, so it's well worth it. So it only cost 12 euros to go on that tour, and it means 2017 is our year, right? Found a fiver. Great deal. I mean, you compare it to the horse ride. Yeah, exactly. I know, but you know. Five euros. Got to count the good times. That's a good omen. This is a good year, 17. That's it for real now.